This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. BBC Sounds. Music, radio, podcasts. This is Bollywood Uncovered. Hello and welcome to the first episode of Bollywood Uncovered with me, Haroon Rashid. This is a podcast series from BBC Asian Network where I go to Mumbai to try and find out what it takes to be a Bollywood star in 2020. Now, I've grown up loving Bollywood and I've been really blessed that in this role as entertainment reporter, I've managed to interview pretty much every big star you can think of. Amitabh Bachchan, Shah Rukh Khan, Ranveer Singh, Deepika Padukone, Priyanka Chopra, the list goes on and on. And something that I found really fascinating, more than the celebrities themselves, is the machine that operates in creating them. The people behind the scenes, the paparazzi photographers, the publicists, the managers. And so this podcast series explores all those different job titles and all the people that create the illusion of a star. Now, I thought for the first episode, it would be great to actually sit down with a bonafide superstar and find out what their journey has really been like. And I couldn't think of anybody better than Garina Kapoor Khan. Now, this year marks 20 years of Garina Kapoor Khan in the movies, and it's been a really, really successful two decades for her. She's delivered several big blockbuster hits like Jab We Met and Kabhi Khushi Kabhi Gum. But she's also been a real trailblazer in breaking stereotypes around women in Hindi cinema. She was one of the first from her generation to continue working straight after getting married and maybe more significantly she went back to work literally weeks after giving birth to her son Temur. So this episode is an opportunity to celebrate her success and mark that milestone but also to find out how she's navigated her way through this industry which has been constantly evolving over that span of time. I was delighted when she invited me over to her home in Bandra and we sat down for a cosy chat about the movies, the media and her stardom. This is Karina Kapoor Khan talking to me, Haroon Rashid, for Bollywood Uncovered. The fanboy in me is bursting out right now. I am sat in the home of one of the greatest Indian actresses of all time, Karina Kapoor Khan. Hi, Karina. Hi, hi. How are you? Well, I mean, always a pleasure talking to, you know, my friends from London. And I'm so happy because you've opened your doors to us and you've let us here yeah. into your home. So thank you for having us here. Always. You know, when we were planning this series, right. I, was, I was thinking who would be that perfect person, that one celebrity who epitomises what stardom means in Bollywood, who has had a... Yeah. Who's had a career that spanned so long that they've seen the movie industry change and evolve and has managed to move with the times. And it is only you, Karina. <laughs> 20 years this year. Yes, 20 years and counting. Hopefully we'll be here when we're also, you know... Another 20. Uh, yeah, another, another 40. Yeah, 50 for, years. <laughs> 50 years. How would you summarise the last 20 years in movies? I think that it's been uh, exhilarating. It's been, I think, an overwhelming journey also because there's been so many highs and as many lows. Uh, So I think it's, it's like I could say that I've really, you know, been through it all, you know, two decades. 
but two decades are also not enough to kind of experience you know the kind of um passion i have for this uh for my craft you know um i think over time i think it's only grown you know the idea of wanting to do roles that i love and now of course i think after marriage of course it's uh fewer films but it's also films that i want to be a part of you know it, it's not that you know i want to do 10 films it's i i don't want to do that you know i've done that i want to do fewer films that i focus on and give all my heart to you know like so whatever films if you've noticed i've done even after marriage you know whether it was ki and ka whether it was veere di wedding whether it was bajrangi bhaijaan or whether it was now good, good news, news uh, or now with amir lal singh chadda it'll always be parts where you'll actually be able to see that i'm giving it my all and trying to entertain the audience at the same time and you've done that every single time you know when i was when i was sitting in the car and i was coming here i said wow Karina Kapoor Khan what a woman because when i was looking at your legacy and your filmography man you've done it all yeah. you've done it all <laughs> all kinds of roles <laughs> and how amazingly you've done it so i am a die hard k3g fan yeah right? of course so most we... of the entire united kingdom <laughs> is i think they exactly. still love it so much why do you think k3g connects with that uk audience so much i think it's also uh It's a typical kind of Hindi film drama. There's family, there's songs. Um, the NRI audience, I think, in some way, they love the whole idea of song and dance, wedding, dressing up. Um, you know, shadi ka gana, karwa chauth ka gana, family bhi hai, Indian khana bhi hai, emotion. You know, you're like kind of got that uh, feeling of separation from your home. Uh, So there's that love for you know India and the entire Desi angle of you know family and song and dance. So I think they just love it. I'm gonna take my chance here, but will you do this with me? Of course. Hey Poo, movie tonight? Tell me how it was. Oh, what a moment! I feel so happy. <laughs> uh, am I looking fat in this? Well, um, <laughs> well, I know what I'm looking pretty hard and tight. <laughs> See, it's just it's such a part of pop culture yeah. that movie. Of and you course. know, so early in your career, a year into your career, you had a role that actually you couldn't shrug off for many years to come. No, and it's so strange that after 20 years, it's actually still coming back in a way in 2020 because I like you said it's pop culture. It's a character that somehow i don't know how it just connected with the youth then and it connects with the youth now you know they just want to keep watching that character and uh, probably i would if i can really actually say you know you actresses will always do different kind of parts you know you'll do biopics you'll have the emotional drama where you get to show your prowess you'll play the real girl who's the modern woman of today or you know a small town village girl who's like struggling with family and emotion but you've never seen a character like poo you've never seen somebody who's so blase and who just speaks her mind you know it just connects instantly with you know the youth of every generation did you feel and 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 i know you're honest enough to say this did you feel stupid when you were acting out those scenes yeah, really it's like you know i was like karan what are you making me do i don't know what you know <laughs> and to give it to karan actually he was like listen i'm telling you you have the smallest role in this film you're going to walk away with this film and i was like i what are you saying you know like because sharukh and amit ji and kajol had tailor made roles they were in every scene because they all they were doing was crying and i was like the typical syndrome is that 
you're a great actor when you're crying on screen. Yeah. Everyone's like, wow, what a shot or wow, what a performance. You do get to cry at the end though. Yeah, I do. Like you've just met Amitji's character for the first time and you're already crying. Yeah, I'm already crying. But the whole idea is that a character that was actually making you laugh became the iconic character in the film. And was it as much of a burden as it was a blessing? Because after K3G, everybody tried to write a character like Pooh, whether that was Khushi, whether that was Gina Siraf Mere, Mere Prem Ki Diwani Hoon. They just wanted Pooh. Was that hard for you as an actor, so new into the industry, who wanted to do everything, and here people were just giving you that for the Absolutely. start? Absolutely, I think that was the case until you know I decided to like be like, listen, I don't want to do this, and I was like, I started changing gear a little bit, whether it was Chameli or Dev or Omkara, and then Jabbi met. So I had to consciously kind of you know take that decision that you know I don't want to sign any movies for a year. Oh, you didn't sign uh, any no, movies? No, I didn't. Yet. Before Jabbi met, I was wow. like, I don't want to do it. I did Omkara and that was it. And I was like, listen, I don't want to do it. Because I wanted to obviously um, make that effort that I want to do different kind of work. And I want people to know that I can do different kind of work. You know what I find really commendable when I look back now is that you were never scared of being part of ensemble movies and you were never scared of being part of even two heroine films, whether that's Etras or Yuva, which had a, an ensemble yeah, cast course. as well. Even Omkara, there was other actors in that cast as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. What was it at such a young age that made you so confident in your own skill set that it didn't matter who else was in the frame? The thing is that, you know, I've never looked at a film that, you know, I need to have the central part. I've always looked at a film in totality that, you know, it's the entire cast and crew and 250 people standing on this set that make the film. Yeah. I'm not the only one that makes this film. Yes, I'm going to do my bit. And, you know, actors actually should have the right to choose a part that they love and they enjoy. It doesn't have to be that, you know, like, of course, I did a Chameli, which was a title role. Ajabi met like Geet. It was the central part. Of course, it was just there. But I've always enjoyed also doing films which spoke about the film or whether, you know, you had an ensemble cast where you could share your chemistry. It was always about, it's it's always been about the project and the film, you know, rather than, you know, just that, oh, this should be about me. You know, I feel like you, and you've said this yourself, you've matured so much over those years as well. I remember uh, watching an interview you'd done with Simi Garival at the time, yeah. 2002. And the Karina I saw then and the Karina I see today are two yeah. completely different people. Do you? I was 17. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm closer to 40, which actually not many actresses would want to say, but I'm very proud that I'm very excited that in, on the 21st of September will be my 40th birthday. Oh, wow. And I'm happy that even at this age, I've been... Uh, so uh, grateful that the audiences have just lapped up my film and it's you know almost we're touching 250 crores yeah so that's practically unheard of in an industry when a film like Good News with Akshay Kumar where actually the woman had quite the modern independent part you know in the film she was feisty she was independent yeah so I think that says a lot for the choices that I've made and also that the fact that I think the audiences are changing today. It's not just about, you know, being 20-something and, you know, being able to romance the younger lot. So how I watched your interview with Simi Garival from all those years ago, well, I think there's a video on you of you on the sets of Mehr Prem Ki Diwani Hu. Are you ever forced to watch back those early snippets and those early interviews? And how does that make you feel? It makes me feel like, I God, like, what was I thinking? That's <laughs> basically like what I think all the time. Because, you know, I think... You know, you have to grow. One, you know, changes. There's so much in life that changes. Decisions make you. 
the person you are so so much has changed in the last uh, two decades and of course i've changed as a person also you know and everything has my whole my entire approach to life my thinking everything has changed i think when i was 17 one is very immature and brash you kind of think that you know you own the world of course i think a 17 year old should probably think that <laughs> that is the age to think that and you know uh, learn from mistakes so i think i'm very uh, happy to know that i have nothing to regret but i've learned I've learned from my mistakes. You know, the media created the image of Karina Kapoor yeah, the diva. Yeah, absolutely. You were the ultimate diva. You know, nobody wanted to argue with you. Nobody want I mean, yeah. I think the perception of Karina Kapoor was far scarier than who Karina Kapoor actually is. And the truth is that that's why I till today don't even bother clarifying who I am. I think people still you know, just imagine and they've just kept me like okay, this is what she is and I'm like Yeah okay fine it's okay that's what they want me some people want me to be the diva some people don't but i think um i'm like you know i just want people to like my work you know it's not about like you know knowing me or my personal life and what goes on i've never really had that kind of thing i think probably that's why i'm till today kind of staying away from social media also well i think that's why you're also the last of the superstars this was something that the team and i were discussing earlier and we were saying She really is the last superstar in Bollywood and I'm not saying this because I'm here with you but I'm not sure whether it is because you're not on social media that 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 kind of il- that aura yeah, has maintained of course, that has So I'm going to now have to mention the J word. Are you ready for the J word? Yeah, what's the J word now? Job we met. Oh god. Because yeah. you know for me there was yeah, that chapter has to be there. Of course. I mean Job we met in 2007 was a film that I actually think many people didn't have that many expectations from because Imtiaz Ali was only one film yeah. old. You'd done a few films with Shahid already like Chup Chup Gear 36 yeah. Chinatown and which didn't really work. Exactly. So I feel like Job we met just no, It was I, like an underdog. You tell me how it was from your perspective. What were people I expecting? I know because I treated it like an underdog. You did? I, yeah, I actually used to be like go on the shoot and be like, listen, I'm doing this Yashraj film. <laughs> I used to tell him, Tashan, <laughs> and you know it has Akshay Kumar and Saif Ali Khan in it, and you know it's going to be the biggest blockbuster, the biggest hit in my career <laughs> because I'm becoming size zero. And I used to be like, I can't shoot. Uh, uh, more than seven eight hours because I need to go and train because I was training a lot those days I was like on a diet and I would be like you know I'm becoming size zero for this bikini shot in Tashan and I actually treated Jabbi Mehta okay fine it's going to be like this you know rom comy kind of thing <laughs> and you know life obviously just decided what it had to and fate just played this whole game and you know Tashan kind of failed and Jabbi Mehta became like I think probably India's one great it's one of the greatest greatest films, films time, to yeah. have come out of the industry and. Um, Yeah and I think Geet stands in I think one of the top 10 Indian characters there could possibly ever have been of any actress. In fact all these actresses now do their auditions to Geet, you know. Yeah that's... and after that every actress's version has come of Geet. <laughs> every generation there has been a film where everybody's acting like Geet. So you see it at home when you watch those films you're like ye to Geet hai. Yeah, yeah, do you yeah. compliment them? Do you say um okay you did okay as Geet? <laughs> yeah no I mean like I think that you know every version like you know like whether it's a band ba Jabara yeah. or a Tanu Veds Manu. It's all about that small town girl. Of course, Bareilly ki Barfi. All, all these. All that small town girl, Patiala Shalwar, wanting to go fulfill her dreams and make her dreams come true. But, At the end, that's the crux. But actually, you said recently that Geet was one of the hardest characters for you to get into the mind space of because you're nothing like Geet. Yeah, in the sense like this talking fast and everything, people just obviously believed that you know it was so believable that everyone actually thought that this is Geet. 
the whole like ab to haath chhod do you know all of it was just a sikni hu main batinda ki but i am in fact i am very i'm not i'm i am like that but i'm a very practical girl in my approach right so if you see geet was not practical in her decision <laughs> she was a bit stupid yeah she actually did everything for love she you know kind of ran away didn't you know where that guy was where she was going but i'm not anything like that even everybody else had such good dialogues in that film i remember so it's anshuman right your fiance yeah, 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 and what's his queue job mein ganne ke khet mein nahi jana maine ganne ke he was very good in the film <laughs> he was it's a, it's one of those films again that you could watch again oh, and again of course which of your films have you watched the most times actually none really in the last decade i've stopped watching my movies for sure earlier like till i think till jab we met i watched most of my films and golmal 3 and stuff like that but after that i haven't really watched myself on screen i'm just like i kind of cut off from that character the minute the film is over you know when from such a young age you've wanted to be part yeah. of this world and when you get that success and i'm not talking here about fame but when you get that taste of success that i did a good performance does it ever start to wear off does the charm of being a successful actress ever start to wear off actually not in fact it kind of gives you an added pressure you know that oh god okay fine you know the expectations are constantly building and the expectations are that okay i need to do this so i need to do better uh so in fact i'm acting and this industry is such one profession that you can't really take for granted you know you need to constantly be on the ball visually because it's a visual medium physically mentally you have to just be all there you know so it is it's very taxing and uh, yeah that's why i think i don't know how i've lasted two decades because <laughs> that's why normally they say heroines always come with a shelf life because yeah. i think it's 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 a gutsy profession you need to have that kind of mental uh, balance also a lot of people can you know either go to the extreme ends of like you know take the success too seriously or your failure so i think the mental pressure bogs you down more than anything else was there ever a time where you did take it too seriously and did you feel it taking a toll on your mental health yeah of course i think that you know that passion and drive of like when you're young and you want to make it and you're like i'll do anything to make it and then when things aren't working out the way you wanted because i also had a fair share of flops where my films weren't really doing well until in fact i like i said i changed gears a little bit yeah. and you know um change the entire track but i was always like you know i also want to be very successful i want to kind of also be known as an actress so there is that mental pressure that's constantly there in fact now i think the younger lot films have changed so much um and with this instagram and everything i think everything's in fact a lot more easier than what it was oh, you think it's easier for of them of course i think that it's easier the kind of directors the kind of films that are being made are totally different today but isn't there more pressure today on how you look i mean when you've got viral bayani and manav manglani standing outside every gym and you know farmer's shop and all of this stuff isn't there pressure to be on point all the time yeah but i think that that's so passe because when you look at even like actresses whether they're in malibu or whether they're in la nobody's dressed in It's like true. hair and makeup and you go out for a meal or grab a coffee yeah and i'm like don't do that we should just be in our sweats it's fine because that's what our fans would also want to see so what were the struggles that you faced when you were starting out in your early years that you think maybe actresses today don't have to deal with i think that you know now everything is about visibility because wherever you are you're getting clicked whoever you are you're getting clicked earlier i think it was a lot to do with 
you know the films whether your films are successful your box office collections how you are in the film um, i think everything because the media was just so much more underground now everybody is like you know everything's out there you're like you said you know farmers cafe <laughs> somebody's like going outside farmers cafe they're getting kicked you know so everyone's a celebrity today and it's everyone's true. taking the idea of being a celebrity like really seriously hey your yeah. manager's a celebrity your manager how many followers has she yeah, got on instagram all, exactly so then they're all there everyone knows star managers now yeah people are dming them calling them so accessibility also has made a lot of people celebrities. Do you remember that transition taking place that transition into a more corporatized Bollywood where managers came in of talent. Course. Can you tell me about that process because so for example who used to handle your work before how did it used to work? Earlier it would just be like a single person like a single guy handling secretary yeah secretary type right. handling it. And then obviously this whole agency syndrome came in I think it was uh, much later in fact I would actually say 2010. Right. is the time i remember 2010 2011ish and did that make life 2012. easier yeah i started actually quite late 2012 right you know this whole idea of of course it's made it easier of course i mean everything is a lot more streamlined and uh different but of course i miss those times because it was a lot more simpler it was there was something very organic about it there was a bit of a human touch to it right of course because it was also direct contact where you were talking to people there were a lot more friendships i think today everything is like you know cold yeah, no everything has to be on an email yes earlier we would do films without even word of mouth no way yeah like i mean i worked in boni kapoor's films without sometimes because i would like because it's that milenge milenge yeah there was milenge <laughs> milenge there was khushi there was bevafa oh. i did three films oh bevafa i never really like you know okay this is what it is or this is a payment structure or this is the way I probably would have done the film, and you know, he just paid me for it. <laughs> and you had no idea what was going to be in the film, but like no, <laughs> of course, I that also apart from that. So now it's all about you know structure, yeah, routine, which I guess is discipline. fine also because now it works for me because now that I'm married and I have a child, I also prefer routine and structure because you know I life has changed. I can't just like you know pick up and leave whenever I feel like or yeah, um, you know work in as many films as I would want. So I'm I'm happy with the routine and structure. I want to take a break in just a moment because we're getting to 2010 now and this is the turn of the new decade and a new Kareena Kapoor in my eyes yeah. as well. But before I do 2008 and Dashan which was this massive moment where as you've mentioned the size zero fad came into Bollywood only because of you. Now I remember sitting in London and reading a tabloid newspaper and it was like Kareena Kapoor faints on the sets of Dashan because she hasn't eaten, eaten. in days. Oh god. Tell me about that period. I mean what on earth made you want to do that? Firstly I never fainted. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm very healthy thank you because I've always been in fact I was on a diet where I was eating parathas and I was eating everything. Oh wow. In fact, I would always tell my spot boy that you, to interview do or bolo that what all I've been eating every two hours because I never starved through this journey of even becoming size zero. Really? Yeah, I can't. My bone structure is not like But that. But you are really, I, really I was, slim. Yeah, I mean because I'm a tall, big Punjabi girl. I was like almost forty three kgs. But it was done the right way. I worked out a lot. I followed a strict meal plan for a year and a half. Um, and yeah, but if you ask me that. if i could go back there i can't <laughs> because now it's like uh, now I, i'm just happy with the way i am you know i'm happy that i'm fit and i'm healthy and uh, yeah i can't i can't be in that you know extra thin mode now and you know i actually think you look 
more glowing and more happy today than even in 2008. So yeah, of course, but that's also because so much has happened. Because <laughs> you have a little boy, we haven't seen him anywhere yet. Ah, yeah, I know. He's he has a big, bigger social life than his parents because <laughs> he's like always out. There's always some class, some friends. He's you know we have to keep them active. Yeah, know? of course. Mumbai is a, a city which is we don't have high park. Yeah, you know we don't have a parks where you know Tamil could pause. Probably go. I mean, even if we do, it's difficult for him to kind of go out. So everything is a lot more congested. Yeah, I get that. You know, like people's homes and in classes. So I mean, it's sad. That's why probably we always like to run away to London. It's just because it's you know. Hey, we're gonna get to London and we're gonna get to Switzerland and we're gonna get to all those things oh in a moment. <laughs> let's take a quick break here. Come on, nearly there. Yes, BBC Sound app downloaded. Right, so open. Oh look. That's me. Oh, I hate that picture. Right, stay focused, Yasser. Where's this search box? Right, so type in. Yep, got it. And deep down and desi. Find brilliant podcasts from Asian Network in the BBC Sounds app, like Comic Sanskrit by comedian Raul Kohli. A mantra frees the mind from its own obsessive nature. Ooh, I love that. But where are you really from? Sometimes, like you know, all the stuff that our parents be like, you have to do it, you have to do this. Now I'm like, no, no, I don't. And all about the money. Someone's gonna have to finance me when I'm older. What did your parents tell you about money? <sighs> My dad's an accountant. <laughs> Get these and much more by searching Deep Down and Desi on BBC Sounds. This is Bollywood Uncovered. Karina Kapoor Khan, the year is 2010 and you are the most popular Bollywood actress in this industry. Now, a sign of having made it in Bollywood is working with the three male, well there's actually four main Khans, but yeah. three of them in yeah, 2010. You were doing Rawam with Shah Rukh, Three Idiots with Amir and Bodyguard with Salman, Salman. all around and the same time. And I did Agent Vinod with Saif in the with, same year. And Kurban before that as well, right? Kurban was before in 2010. Agent Vinod was after that. So how did that feel when really there was nobody even close to the level of popularity that you had at that time? No, I think that I didn't. Me- I've never measured my success in that form. You know, obviously wanting to work with. all of them was always on you know every actress's wish list and it just so happened you know that that particular year i was um you know i worked with sharukh and salman and amir and all of them together you know it just it, yeah it just happened i don't know how and um, in fact three idiots i think was a, a role once again where it was obviously male centric because it was about you know the three boys yeah but i feel that pr's character was like i think again very iconic in its own way you know whether you talk about the dhokla fafda scene <laughs> or whether you talk about the scene with baman when she tells him that you know my uh, brother committed suicide yes yeah uh, you know and all those scenes i think those scenes have gone down in history so i've never looked at a film that this film is called three idiots so you know i should not be in it because a lot of people assess that but i think i've been lucky that i've not looked at uh my films like that i've always looked at it from my perspective that what i can add to the film you know three idiots went on to become the highest grossing bollywood film of all time at that moment and raw one made a lot of money as well bodyguard did tremendously well all those films were real markers of success for any actor yeah. but how were you who was this very talented actor weighing up the decision between I should do this film because it's a big commercial project and I should do this film because there's a meaty character for me to play. 
because you know at a very early age I did a film like a chameli you know I wasn't doing if you see my career and go back to pre 2010 uh I didn't do too many of the big commercial yeah. films I was always also sliding more towards whether it was Omkara whether it was Dave, Dave whether it yeah. was Chameli whether it was Yuva yeah. they were all films refugee my first film which was none of them were the it was touted as a a big film because we had Amitabh Bachchan's son with yeah. us in the film yeah but uh it was not the typical run of the mill short skirt leather skirt dancing film otherwise you would have done kahona pyar hai exactly yeah. so it was i've always started in fact with a slightly unconventional touch but always wanting to go on to do the big commercial films but it feels like people just don't want you to do those films people want to see you do those masala of films of course they want to they want to see me do <laughs> i think a mix of both which Th- i've really tried to balance you know and really tried to do it um but of course all the big commercial films came my way whether it was then later the golmal series or yeah. whether it was working in singam with rohit shetty uh you know so there's it, it's it's been a career that of course and if you have to be a superstar you have to have commercial successes but if you go to see even in the commercial successful films like in the golmal series in 3 the girl actually had the meatiest part amongst all the boys yes. she was actually doing most of the talking so i've always tried to do as much as i could to balance it out i feel like 2012 was such a great year for you as well you had heroin and you had the last in this yeah. year and heroin really was such an excellent performance know, from you i know of course it was it, was it just didn't get its due because probably i don't know for what reasons did it with utmost conviction uh but yeah so it'll always be one of my favorites no two ways about that you know that film deals with the insecurities that yeah. an actress has to go through the you know there is this weird notion i remember priyanka said it at one time that directors think that actresses are disposable and they can be changed and all of that of course how much of your own raw emotion did you bring to that role i think I'd, that is possibly a character that says like you know stayed with me and the fact that i gave it my all and i couldn't even like after the film released and uh when it didn't get its kind of due of course it i was very very upset for quite quite a while that you know i'd given so much to it yeah you were excellent in that film so so good and yeah. then heroin uh, at the last just a yeah. couple of months later the last was also i loved it you know i think you and armor have a real warmth on screen together yeah. which hopefully we we'll get to see chemistry. again in lal singh jadda later this year yes. but uh there is a real comfort that i know you feel when you work with him as well right Yeah I think there is some sort of a spark some sort of a organic kind of chemistry that just comes alive when we stand together and it's because I think obviously I respect and admire him so much there is just that um a lot of affection and warmth like you said you know and the last I think just was it was spectacular if you ask me What was your was reaction when you read the script and you saw the end and you saw what really goes on what was your reaction did you know it was coming Cuz she's a can I say it now? I mean it has been 8 years since yeah. the film release but so she's a ghost, right? She's yeah. not real. Yeah, What absolutely. was your reaction? No, you know, so I actually this film Saif was offered this film. Oh. And okay. for some reason I don't know why he said no to it and then uh, at that time the two girls were different. Right. And then this film Excel recasted this film and went to Amir and he loved it and he picked it up and Amir called me and said that you know I'm you know making this film and I think that you'll be perfect for this part so hear it. So Saif had already told me about this film and in oh. fact I told Saif I said I don't know why you didn't do it because <laughs> at that time I think he was looking at doing a more commercial kind of movie whereas Talash is slightly 
it has its audience. It's a bit dark as well. Yeah. yeah. But when I heard it, I was like, I think it will just be fabulous. You know, the, the way Reema would make it and excel together. And according to me, I think it's also one of my finest works, you know, in terms of like playing that part. You yeah. Know, because it had to be slightly eerie as well as, you know, believable right in the end. So I really enjoyed doing it. You know, people who or actors who do roles like a Jameli or a Omgara or a Talash or any of these which are slightly um, more vulnerable yeah. or slightly more raw or a little bit dark they're not often called stars but you've managed to break down that barrier and really change the definition of what a Hindi film heroine is did you know you were doing something so like transformative when you were doing those roles did you know you were changing the definition of Hindi film heroines uh you know actually i don't know about i never thought about that i was always like i want to do it and do it you know my best i want to give it like 100% and i never always looked to become a star when i started also that's why i started with refugee i always wanted to be known as an actor and i said i know that stardom will follow i will do the masala commercial films and balance it out but in my mind i was always like i want to be known as an actor and star actor will happen yeah and i think that just took its course you know i mean i probably i don't know how it just happened but yeah and you know another thing that everybody kind of is what what is synonymous with Karina Kapoor is the songs you know the yeah. songs and in the early 2010s i won't go back to my favorites from mujhse dosti karoge oh i won't mention oh I my don't darling i remember those songs oh come on oh my darling i love you you remember that one yeah with two pigtails i don't think i can eli de eli kya hai ye paheli oh, you remember that oh my god yeah which film is that from yeah they... yes okay what about tere bina tere bina tere bina that tere bina from which film with khushi khushi uh, what about dupatta mera that was with tushar see you know the mall of course <laughs> i can never forget i remember the best and the worst what about uh aankho hi aankho mein baaton hi baaton mein tune churaya jiya oh god ajnabi <laughs> no wrong no fida fida oh god yes with <laughs> shahid i was wearing a beige yeah. pant and the green top yeah yeah see yeah. have you ever met anybody who knows your career as well as me uh, no i i like i don't even remember the song <laughs> so obviously clearly you do <laughs> oh i tell you what other film i love this is a real oddball that i'm throwing in there dosti friends forever <laughs> <laughs> that's a shocker there's this great song which is called ishkna ishko kisi se where you're getting married and oh, akshay is watching you from nice the gate it is a very nice song i agree in that wedding outfit yeah and i've gone off on a tangent let me come back to 2010 <laughs> so you had chamak chalo which was the akon yeah, song yeah. and this was a really big moment i remember rawan premiered in london at the o2 arena o2 um you were managing to balance all these different titles of being a artistic actor a commercial actress yeah. a dancer a star did any of those burden you at all did any of those titles burden you at that time um I was like I don't know I think people were like yeah you know it's like when you're a star you have to be open to everything you know and you have to be open to people you know calling you names good bad ugly amazing whatever it is you know so you have to learn to be indifferent and I think over time I kind of have grown to be indifferent towards that earlier I wasn't I was very emotional about things not that I'm not now but now I can say that I'm indifferent and in this profession I think this is the way to be and i think time has taught me that 
I feel like there was a clear change in you when you got married as well. Yeah, and I in think 12. because we've all met Seth and I've interviewed Seth many times and he has a really calm energy about yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And I think I've seen that rub off on you as well. Yeah. I don't know if that's an accurate uh, assumption to make. But no, of course. And do you can we take a picture while doing the interview for Instagram? Y- yeah. You want to take a picture? Yeah, she'll take it and she'll upload yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, so that's end this conversation. Yeah, yeah, of go. course. And we'll tag you guys. Thank okay. you. Um, so, what what did Seth bring into your life that you think was missing before that? What was it that you know? Because, like you said, it can be really emotional. It can be really taxing. It can be really draining. But what perspective did Seth bring into your life that was missing before that? I think that you know. You, it's it's not like somebody can change you completely, but I think somebody like you said can just add peace and calmness to your being, you know. And I think the best thing that I've learned to learn from self is actually I think you know being comfortable with myself and not kind of you know always running after money, success, fame. I think he's like taught me to. love the greater things in life which is there's something greater than money fame and success which i probably didn't know and which i think is you know family and love and you know calmness and peace of mind or reading a book or just you know sitting and having a conversation um not about you know work or competition He's, he's brought that work-life balance in a little bit I right i think so more family and yeah. more kind of um Yeah, this this contentment is the word rather than anything else. And the work that you have done since then, whether that's Kiyanka or Urta Punjab, which I just think is such an excellent performance yeah. from you, have been really path-breaking movies. Even yeah. Kiyanka, which yeah. is about a working woman who whose husband becomes a stay-at-home husband, um, is something that we'd never seen in yeah, Hindi not movies in Hindi before. movies, not in India. I don't think one has ever, yeah. It's a taboo topic, you know. Or even we read the wedding, nobody would kind of have made a film about four girls. Everyone was dil chata hai about male friends. No one really spoke about female divorce or female friendships or, you know, the way you know that's what our scene was. I don't think people were except you know kind of expecting that. Would you say that this is your most liberating phase of your career? Would you say that you're getting the most exciting roles at this phase in your career? I think that I'm making exciting choices because I'm also doing fewer films and I think the idea is that I feel you know when you're not kind of running a race you're not competing and most people I know to compete is a great drive you know it's it's a great high but the idea is I think the greatest competition is when you're competing with yourself and when you're happy This is why I said what a woman in the car because I can tell you're not in the rat race anymore. Yeah. You're no, not I interested. No, I don't want to. And the idea is that I left the rat race long time back even before everyone was like don't get married, you know, then you know your career's over. I was like I don't want to be in this. I'm not running this competition. I'm I'm not I'm not a rat. I'm an actor and I will always be an actor. And if I don't do this now, a lot of women actually if I may say actually took inspiration from this. because if you see i was the first indian actress to actually get married and work yeah absolutely in mainstream cinema yes yes after Even a long time if it time. was a kajol or an aishwarya they took breaks for like 2 to 3 3 years yes i went to set in 6 and a half months so the idea was that a lot of people suddenly had faith that this can and then a lot of people followed after that from this generation do you know that i was supposed to be sat here with you 2 days before temur was born do you know this really so i was in mumbai me and my producer were here in 2016 and your manager punam had set up this interview and just as we were driving here she said 
Karina's not feeling well. We're going to have to cancel the interview. Oh, it's not God. happening. And the next morning we got a call saying, oh, she's had a baby. Uh. So it, what, the reason why I remembered that just now is because you're also the first actress to have gone back to work so quickly after having had a baby yeah. and who worked throughout her pregnancy as well. Exactly. I think that, I don't know why everyone was like, they actually, a lot of people told me that we've never seen an Indian actress pregnant. <laughs> because every Indian actress, whenever they got pregnant, they kind of went into hiding. You yeah. never saw them. They either went to London, they went to America, or they never left their house. So they were kind of, you know, always like, because you can't see her fat, yeah. or you can't see her bloated, and you know, hands swell up, feet, face. I mean, you up. went and did coffee with Karan while you were pregnant. Yeah, even though I was, I was almost. I we shot coffee with Karan in November or first week December. And I delivered the MO 20 days later. Wow. So I was actually looking like my entire bloated best. And I was like, when I you looked, looked at the radiant. episode, I looked fat. No, you didn't. Not very beautiful. <laughs> but I was like, it's fine. It's okay. You know, this reality that you're happy to let people in on, is this because you're exposed to other parts of the world? Like you've mentioned earlier. Yeah. Actresses in Hollywood or actresses in the UK don't care if they're spotted without hair and makeup. They don't care about the perception of where they're shopping or where they go to the gym. Yeah. Is it because I know that Seth and yourself have very international tastes and things that you watch and you, you yeah. see. Has that helped you become more comfortable with this? I, I, I would say yes. There's a lot more exposure than a lot of other people. Even, you know, I don't want to sound wrong on it. But the fact is that that, that also comes from Seth. You know, there has been... Uh, a lot of I would say relaxed exposure the idea is that you know we're not only stars you know it's like when we're walking around in London it's like it's we're normal people we want to go to the park we want to go and have a coffee or we want to go and eat a pizza and but, don't normal people do that but you know what should I tell you something nobody can own a red carpet like Garina Kapoor no. can own a red carpet we were in Dubai with you uh, for Toyfa Awards in mm. 2016 and Toy you Fa. walked onto this red carpet and man a star had really mm -hmm. arrived I remember I was blown away I was stood there in the kind of pre I was waiting for you to come and do a bite and you, the way you walk that red carpet you know you're a star that's the only time probably I'll be like, you know, really well dressed and with my makeup and hair. Um, and yeah, that's it. Even today, like everybody, my manager's like, but will you put makeup? Because I think she doesn't trust me because she knows that if I had my way, I'd be in my sweatpants with my hair tied talking to you. You know, and I'd be like, yeah, it's fine. What's the big deal? You know, am I not allowed to be like that? Or do I like, always have to be like a diva? But do you, do you feel consumed by that need to always look like a star like you said your team wanted you to be in hair and makeup and you wanted to just do your own yeah. thing do you feel like there's a lot of pressure from other people for you to behave in a certain way I don't know I think there's this weird culture here right now where everyone if you go to see is like you know dressing up and preening for the paps but whereas if you see in Hollywood, they do red carpets. Yeah. When you see them normally, you never see them stop and pose for the paps. It's no. not possible. Yeah. You know, you're either getting them walking on there because they're like, you know, doing their own normal routine, going to the gross, grocery store, going, walking around. I think here there is a little excitement that we're all dressed up and we're going here and that. So I honestly get quite annoyed. Uh, you also at the moment are working on Ungrazy Medium which yeah. is a film that's releasing in the next couple of months in yes. fact and you're working with Irfan Khan now what I've noticed about you is you don't care anymore about who you act opposite either yeah. in fact in Ungrazy if you it's the story of a father-daughter it's the story of Irfan and Radhika Madan but it's a very small part that I'm doing in the film of a cop but 
like when homie asked me to do the film he was like listen this is the film and this is a small part in the movie and i just you know kind of thought to myself i said you know i want to i worked with every khan i want to tick this box oh, wow. and i want to work with irfan <laughs> and i don't know if i'll get this opportunity so you know let's just do it and say for like who cares if it's a small part he was like you know the idea is you're an actor you know whenever you should come on screen you should own the part that's the idea and it'll be great to you know see you guys together so don't bother about the length of the part so i told him yes sir he's like i don't know if you'll do it i said no i'm doing it what the hell and the best part was that i was in london oh great you got to be on vacation i was on vacation <laughs> i was on vacation oh london. you were there for shooting jawani jaane mein oh wow we were going with the family for two months anyway <laughs> so i was like anyway i'm just hanging around going to hyde park anyway yeah so you know why not why not just work with irfan in those days there is no film critic there is no journalist there is no media person that has anything bad to say about karina kapoor the reason why i say this is because as you mentioned people want you to behave in a certain way people want you to behave like karina kapoor but you treat everybody very equally and i've seen this myself yeah. from my own interactions with you how important are those relationships for you those relationships with the media those relationships with journalists you know i was with rajiv masan the other day and he was so full of praise for you and yeah. your personality uh, how important are those kinds of relationships i think relationship with everybody in this industry no i mean you know smallest to the biggest should be the same it's like my relationship with i think every possible whether it's a lightman whether it's a, a person on the set whether it's a director i that's just the way i am you know i'm the same i'm not different like because you're you know karan johar or you're rohit shetty i am the same with everybody and that's me uh i don't know like i about everybody else and the I think that's why probably people now know that this is it. You know, like I said, I don't want to make that effort to dress up. I and if I don't want to talk to you, I probably won't make that effort. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be fake. So yeah. people know that about me. That if I don't want to do your movie, I won't do it. You could be anybody. So you know, I'm not that kind of person to be. good or bad to somebody because they are that particular person and i love this sense of contentment that you have you know i remember watching when um when priyanka first went to the us and you were so complimentary towards her on uh, i think maybe coffee with karan it was yeah, a, yeah. a chat show and you said look i could i wouldn't be able to hack it i wouldn't yeah, be able to go course, out there and, you know i think you didn't do dil dhadakne do because you didn't want to do an outdoor for like 40 days or yeah, whatever it, it was could. and yeah i was so married how 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 hard is it to hold on to that kind of sense of contentment and fulfillment when you know there are opportunities that you're not taking at the same time but you know every opportunity is there'll always be an opportunity in life you know it's the decisions you make that the life you choose and this is the life i've chosen you know i've chosen that i want to be married i've chosen i want to be a mother i've chosen that this is what i want and i'm going to do it and of course there will be certain sacrifices when you want this you know the problem is that when you want the cake the bakery and you want to eat it too there might be few sacrifices far and few in between and you have to be prepared for that and that's why obviously i was like you know everyone's like oh is hollywood next and i'm like LA's too far. Yeah. I can't leave my 3-year-old and you know park myself in LA. I'd love to, you know, move there and you know have and a life. You'd be so good in a Hollywood film though. You know that. I know, but <laughs> but why all the way there? I'll be good. I'll be good in a Hindi movie also and I'll still be, you know, not be away from Tamil. So um which is fine, you know. Like I said, no regrets, you know. So I don't have that regret, but 
I I applaud people who have that gumption and who have that courage to do it. I think that's just spectacular. Karina Kapoor Khan 2020 marks 20 years of Karina Kapoor in this film business. What would you like to achieve in the next 20? Oh god. I think what I'd like to achieve is hopefully this interview will be done in London yes. and not in Mumbai <laughs> because London's my favorite city in the world and all my greatest fans are in London <laughs> so starting from that I don't know maybe move to London and then continue working uh in India that that's an option that's a dream wow also so you and Sonam are going to rule Notting Hill and Hyde Park I think she's already moved there she's already moved there <laughs> but that's fine Sonam will be at the stores I'll be at the park <laughs> so that's okay we'll we'll find a mid path to meet somewhere and uh, yeah i think just you know being um just being happy and doing some good work and you know like people like all of you guys who've already always supported me and loved me continue to say that you know she's 60 and she's still cool she's still a star <laughs> karina kapoor thank you so much thank you lovely chatting with you What a way to kick off the series. That was Karina Kapoor Khan talking to me Haroon Rashid for the first episode of Bollywood Uncovered. And make sure you hit that subscribe button because next week's episode is equally as exciting. I'm asking, do reviews matter? I'll be chatting to one of the most well-respected film critics in the Hindi film business, Rajiv Masand, plus film companions Sucharita Tyagi and Huffington Post's Ankur Patak. I want to know if they have the power to make or break stars when they give them glowing or rather dismal reviews and I'll be finding out how they really feel when a movie they've panned goes on to break box office records I think most people think of critics and reviews as barometers um you know you're constantly pulled up and told oh but this film that you loved didn't do well and you want to tell them and you keep telling them that's not my job my, my famous thing with Salman Khan always used to be every time I bumped into him he'd say oh but this film you gave one star to and it's made 300 crores and I would keep telling him that's not my job Make sure you check it out. This is Bollywood Uncovered. From how to stay productive when working at home, humans are pretty amazing. They can adapt quite efficiently to new routines. To tips on how to keep dating from a distance. Video dating anyone? Katie Thistleton and Dr. Radha are here to help with honest chat about the coronavirus outbreak and how we're all feeling right now. Radio 1's Life Hacks podcast. Listen on the BBC Sounds app.